Welcome to episode 15 of the Iron Dread Podcast. We've got a great episode for you this week with two of our Iron Dread student-athletes, James Sita and Zach Cohn. We had the boys in talking about all things Iron Dread, their personal goals, and of course, we broke down some of their nutritional information to help them accomplish their goals in training. Sit right in. This is episode 15. Yes, here we are, episode 15. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon as I sit here and record this. I am outside on my deck overlooking Whitmore Lake. Nice 60-degree day. After all this cold weather we've had, it's uh, been great to get outside a little bit. So if you hear some birds chirping in the background, the occasional wind gust, that's all okay. That's all staying in this week because I'm happy to be outside. I'm your host, as always, Chris Whitaker. Uh, We're kicking off episode 15 this week with James Sita and Zach Cohn, two of our student-athletes from Dexter High School, coming in and talking all things, all things strength and conditioning, telling us a little bit about themselves, how they came to be at Dexter High School, and uh, yeah, had a good time talking with the boys. I have them in class. Zach actually was in my health and wellness class in addition to my sports exercise health science class that he's in with James and I had the pleasure of getting to coach both of these guys during the football season before we get to James and Zach let's look ahead to what we have coming up this week in Iron Dread Athletics This week, the week of April 23rd through April 29th, uh, we're going to see our girls' soccer team in action three times this week. Monday, the 23rd against Tecumseh at home. Tuesday, the 24th at home against Pinckney. And then we see them again on Thursday at home against Huron. So three opportunities uh, to catch our girls' soccer team all at home this week. Our boys lacrosse team will be in action on Monday as well down at Alvaret. We'll also see them in action on Wednesday of this week against Tecumseh, at Tecumseh, and then at home against Ann Arbor Skyline. Our girls softball team will be in action this week, Monday, at home against Ipsy. And then they play again at Parma Western on Thursday, the 26th. And now for our baseball team. Baseball, all three teams, varsity, JV, and freshmen, multiple games this week. They're finally getting to get outside and get some baseball play in. Uh, Monday, the 23rd of this week, all three teams in action. Varsity at home against Ipsy. JV on the road against Ipsy. Freshman at Plymouth. Tuesday, JV will be at Plymouth. Wednesday, varsity will be at Ipsy. JV will be at home against Ipsy. Friday, varsity will play home against Adrian. JV will be at Adrian. And the freshman baseball guys 
will be at Ann Arbor Pioneer. Weekend baseball action, again this weekend, where the varsity boys will be at Adrian and the JV will be home against Adrian on Saturday. We also have big, a big week for our girls' water polo team. They'll play on Wednesday against Grand Blank at home. And then they have their district seeding tournament this weekend, Friday and Saturday. So we look to set them up with some good programming, have them be ready to go for district seeding. And the last but certainly not least team we have is track and field. Track and field will have a tri-meet at Lincoln on Tuesday. And then on Friday, they have a meet at Mason. So that's our week ahead in Iron Dread Athletics. You know, that sound could only mean one thing. It's time for this week's Iron Dread Report. So this past week in the weight room, hey, we got after it like we always do. Uh, we're having a good time. The kids that are showing up consistently. And that's what I want to talk about today is these kids. We're not going to talk about the kids that may or may not be making some excuses, missing some time in the weight room. The kids that are making the commitment both in-season and off-season athletes that are making the commitment and making it a point to take that 50 minutes a day for two or three days out of the week, depending on where they're at in their sports seasons, and come in and train, are absolutely getting stronger. They're getting stronger. They're feeling good. Having a good time. As we said, we were outside you hear the neighbor's dog barking. He went inside, so we'll be all right. Again, those kids that are making a commitment are getting stronger. They're staying healthy. Um, we look down, and we're going to talk about this in the interview with Zach and James coming up in a few minutes. But when we look into the training room and we look at the kids that are having to go in and seek treatment for injuries, these are the same individuals that we do not see in the weight room. And I urge these kids, and I urge parents that may be listening to this, that your son or daughter may be missing some time. If they're not in the weight room, their chances of getting hurt in their sports are significantly increased. Bottom line, that is the way it is. We want to help these kids. We want these kids to become stronger so that they are healthier and can play their sport and not have injury setbacks. Personally, I've lived the injury setback. Junior year of college, blew my knee out. Got caught in a hole on the field, blew my knee out. It was a nine to ten month process to get me back on the playing field. I don't want our student athletes at Dexter to have to go through that. Now, can we prevent everything? Absolutely not. We're not miracle workers here. However, we can uh, we know we can significantly decrease the chances of injuries through strength training, soft tissue injuries, and bone breaks. 
which are our main injuries in sports, as well as limiting the number of concussions we see through strengthening the muscles of the upper body and neck, bottom line. So student-athletes, I'm sure many of you that are listening to this, you're showing up. You're coming in. Spread the word to your friends. Spread the word to your teammates. Especially in team sports, the team's only going to go far as, as far as the team can take itself. They're not going to, you're not going to get to the championship aspirations you want when your best players or a majority of your team is hurt. So we're going to continue to push hard. We're going to continue to remind our kids, remind our parents, remind our coaches of what this training is going to do for them. Now, in another light, our middle school, our young kids, those kids coming up from Mill Creek, they are an absolute joy to coach. They love being in the weight room. They show up in force. They show up in numbers. And these kids have to coordinate a way to get a ride from their families up to the high school. Or some of them, I think, even walk all the way up to the high school to be a part of strength and conditioning. And those kids, and we tell them all the time, they're going to reap the benefits of it when they reach the high school. They're going to be prepared. Our middle school track athletes, their whole team is committed to being a part of our program. And slowly but surely, we're seeing every kid from middle school track come up. Um, So we see them on a six-day rotation, which is great because we're getting them in there. But because we see them on a six-day rotation, obviously things are going to move a little slower than if we saw these kids two or three times a week like we do with our high school athletes. But they're coming up. They're having fun. They're learning. They're being safe. And they're learning how to train. So can't be more excited for the future of the Iron Dread program. And through our middle school team. Our middle school athletes, I should say. Our high school athletes, the ones that are inconsistent and not showing up, I challenge you. I challenge you and your coaches to get you in there. We're going to be training in the summer. This is the first official announcement coming out. We're going to be training in the summer. We're going to train in three sessions. A week, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Staying on Friday. So you don't even have to come in on a Friday if you're going away. It's Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And we're going to run three sessions at most uh, if needed. If the numbers don't warrant a third session, then we'll just run two sessions a day. One starting at 8 a.m., one starting at 9 a.m., and we'll be in touch with the coaches to let them know which teams will come where. And that summer training will include our middle school athletes. So be on the lookout for that. In addition, if you have not joined the Iron Dread Google Classroom, I highly suggest that as well. I'll be sharing the classroom code out on all the Iron Dread social media platforms again so that we can get people, parents and student athletes, into the Iron Dread Google Classroom because we're going to be slowly releasing more things through that, making announcements through that because it sends us uh, a direct message when we use the Google Classroom and we get a notification and we can do a lot of stuff with it. Um, 
Then we're going to set up some of our nutrition education stuff for all of our kids that aren't in my health and wellness and sports science class. Uh, and getting that information, we're going to set some of that stuff up in Google Classroom as well, be able to reach as many kids as possible. So we're going to take a quick break. That's all for the Iron Dread report for this week. We're going to take a quick break, here. a word from our premier sponsor, and we'll be coming back with James Cita and Zach Cohn. The Iron Dread podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction, available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So crank it! Here we are. We're live on the Iron Dread Podcast. I'm sitting here with special guests this week, two students from my sports exercise and health science class, two athletes, James Cita and Zach Cohn. Say hello to the people, guys. Hi. Hello. They, uh, they were interested in coming on to the podcast. We've been talking a lot in sports science about a bunch of different things, and we talk training all the time. So we decided to have two of our, our very own athletes here. Iron Dread athletes been involved in the program since the beginning. And I'm excited to bring them on and uh, talk with them a little bit and give a little little bit of who they are and what they do. So, gentlemen, uh, you guys can decide who goes first. But tell us just real short how how you wound up here in uh, in Dexter. Uh, I'm James, and I wound up here in Dexter because I was born here, and uh, I played basically everything as a kid, from soccer to basketball to baseball to eventually football. And now this is the only sport that I play. Uh, we started the strength and conditioning program, like just at Dexter in general. Uh, freshman year is about when we started lifting. And I've been on it ever since. Okay. So I'm Zach, and uh, I came to Dexter my freshman year. I switched from Pinckney. I um, ran cross country and played baseball at Pinckney, and that was all I did. Uh, freshman year, I was going to do cross country, but I quit that and um, played basketball and baseball. And then coming into my sophomore year, I wanted to try something new, and all my friends told me to try um, like sports and or like football and that. And so I played football that year, and I broke my clavicle, and I knew I needed to get stronger after that. So I've been working out for a while past that, and I've been working out for every sport I've played. All right. So we got one that was born and raised here, and uh, one that that transferred in. So we got uh, kids that have one kid that has seen the seen the entire school from kindergarten all the way to now, and then one guy that's transferred in. So you guys talked about all the sports you played, and I think Zach forgot to mention that he's currently on the lacrosse team. All right. uh, James, as he said, is uh, is a football guy, but these guys are committed to the Iron Dread program. They are involved in the Iron Dread class, right? The strength and conditioning class taught by head coach, head football coach, Phil Jacobs, which we can't get him on the podcast, gentlemen. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. I've asked him a few times. He's Hollywooded me. So keep skipping out. Yeah. Do your part and uh, giving him a hard time. We'll talk to him. All right. 
uh, and he needs to get on the podcast. So uh, you guys have been training for a while now. Uh, you guys get after it. Like I said, you've made the commitment of getting into the class. But you know, how do you feel? You know, strength and conditioning has helped you uh, be a better athlete or helped you in general. So um, as I said with football last year, how I broke my clavicle, it's just like I've talked to my parents about it and I knew that I needed to get stronger in different areas. So I haven't had an injury since and it's been keeping me strong. And last year um, I got the class and it was different. It was difficult because our strength guy was out. We had a sub for most of the year and then Coach Jacobs came in and started running it a lot differently. And you could see the strength changes in a lot of people, and especially this year with more people committed. You can just see how many people have changed and how everyone is actually trying to show up now and get stronger. I mean, commitment is a huge thing to it, right? I mean, we uh, part of what we do and part of this podcast itself is to get kids interested and get kids excited in being a part of it. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. What about you, James? Uh, a big part, well, it really relates to what Zach said. He said about an injuries and all that that it really affects and a big mindset change for me was like freshman year I missed basically all of lifting that summer because I broke my ankle and like first instinct basically to that injury was just rest and I never really saw like the physical therapy side of it and that season of football I was better by football season that season of football I, uh, I dislocated my knee, and a lot of the coaches and Trevor recommended that I start just doing physical therapy, getting the knee stronger, and I was back within two weeks because of the physical training that I went through. And uh, it was just, it's a mindset thing that instead of laying down and letting an injury beat you, you can overcome it easily by exercise, making that area stronger and really breaking through it and nine times out of ten it actually happens that that injured part is stronger than it was before because you're working out so much because of it no I mean strengthening the muscles around the joints right we've talked about talked about some of this stuff in sports science like this is what we're about right we're getting stronger and a stronger athlete is a healthier athlete a stronger athlete doesn't break as easily Uh, and that's that's part of what we do when we started this program we gathered the list of injuries and uh, the, the the injuries list were pretty uh, pretty astounding, and we've talked with many different uh, people on this podcast sitting right across across from me, like you guys are. And the injuries have been a thing that everybody's brought up. Um, looking at ki- kids on crutches, I've never been in a place where I've seen so many kids on crutches. And I think now now we started the Iron Dread program in November, and before that, the class was still going on. But the guys that have committed and have been training um, all year notice that they're not getting hurt. That's a big thing on the lacrosse team right now. With our uh, JV team, we've had a lot of guys get hurt, and we don't have a lot of people showing up to liftings, but we're getting more and more and trying to get them back stronger, and it's getting better, and I've noticed that I'm one of the people who like aren't getting injured as much because I've just been working out constantly for a while now. You've been training. You've been training. You've been part of it. And that's that's how it works. I mean, it doesn't happen. You know, we've had a few kids, a couple ACL tears, and that that gets that gets me a little bit. But a lot of those people, you know, they if they were training, they like just started with us. You know, they maybe they just started in November or they just got in the class second semester. Um, 
So a lot of the people that have trained, uh, you know, we've seen it already in this short amount of time. From if we could say from September to now, we've seen it where the injuries have re- reduced. And a lot of the people that we see in the training room, and Trevor will vouch for this. A lot of the people that we see in the weight room are the same. In the training room are the same names that are not seen in the weight room. You know what I mean? So we're trying to make his office, Trevor and Shannon, we're trying to make them less busy and keep our room full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of our goals. So obviously you guys are both in the class. You're training in the conjugate system. Uh, and how is the, the implement, implementation of the conjugate system and how we do things now um, kind of how do you feel that has taken you to this point? Like what are, you, what are your thoughts on it, good or bad? The conjugate system, you mean the, like the single lift? The way ever since we've started working, the max effort work and the dynamic effort work and the hand working up to one rep max on max effort days and the speed work and the bands and the chains and all the different exercises and stuff. I think it's helped a lot because uh, I don't know why, but I'm finding myself a lot more sore mm-hmm. than I used to be because like instead of, because we used to have like the three tiers of which that sometimes you did like a different muscle group. Mm-hmm. And so let's say you're doing squat first. You almost didn't want to exert all your energy into the squat because you knew that you had to put in effort on like a incline bench that's coming later. So the reason why this is better is because you're actually more encouraged to go for that max squat or you're actually encouraged to get that eighth rep in for a dynamic or you're actually you want you want to try you want to try harder because you know that you don't have to save any energy we got a central focus right we got a focus central focus of the day and getting after it and i mean that's part of it like hey let's warm up let's go through all our warm-up things and this is our goal max effort squat put chains on there let's go parallel and get after it what do you think zach I feel like he's been pretty good with it because uh, with uh, all the max, like people like I've been waiting to get my maxes. Like I'd figure it out and then I'd think I'd be stronger. Then we'd test like five weeks later or something. And then you'd have to wait another five weeks before you can find out your max. So with this every week, you can see your improvement. So like one week I'll have like 225 on the next week. I'll be 235 and keep going up and you can see how much better you're doing and everything that you do. And then you get to chase to a record in a different exercise. Mm-hmm. Right? So even though we're still training the lower body, well, it might be this week is a, like, for example, this week we did max effort uh, back squat to a parallel box versus chains. Right? Next week it's going to be a max effort sumo pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll do another exercise. Well, I think I have good mornings on the, on the sheet. What do I have? We're going, we went... Back squat versus chains. Oh, we're going to bring it into a closed stance now and still work max effort, but now it's from a different position. And that's what conjugate is all about. And that's why we can handle these max weights that you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. We can handle the max effort weights without dying. <laughs> yeah. If we put you underneath max effort weight, if we did nothing but wide stance, back squat every week, and you truly went as hard as you could, right, that 90% or above max effort, by the fourth week, you'd be done. By the fourth week, your central nervous system would blow up. That's what they say. That's what they say. If you're truly trained as hard, you know, as hard as you could and went for full max effort. And that's why it's called conjugate, because everything switches. The exercises switch. Yeah. And that's what that means, that conjugated term. All right? And James, you talked about you know, you're being sore. Well, because you're doing a lot more work. 
now. Yeah, it seemed like we were doing more work moving around through all those other exercises, the tier system, and Joe Ken's tier system that we ran before, our version of it, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. It, it works. We could get stronger uh, running it, and you know, we, I believe in it, or else I wouldn't have brought it to you guys, and Coach Jacobs believes strongly in it, but this conjugate system, as we've studied it, it's just taking teams to another level. Uh, you know, we've talked, you know, candidly a lot about the conjugate system and some of the places that it's been implemented. And a lot of the uh, episodes of the podcast have touched on it. You know, the College of Brockport, for example, in Western New York, little College of Brockport Division Three school, where I went to school there. I played football there. You know, we were a mediocre football team at best. Went to one bowl game my junior year. And it wasn't for the national championship competition bowl game. It was a sub off because we had a decent record. That team has since been taken over by a man by the name of Ed Jaskolski. And Ed is a conjugate system guy. He implements all this stuff that we do. He does it there. And I'm sure he he does it better than me because he's that good at it. The man squats 800 pounds himself. Okay? And he brings that conjugate system in. Three years later, four years later, they're in the final four of the NCAA tournament for football. And all their other teams are going through the roof. Track and field. Send the first meet of the year for indoor track and field. They had nine, uh, 29 people qualify for nationals. Conjugate system. Buffalo, University of Buffalo, the guy that wrote the book, Nate Harvey, same idea. So we believe that bringing this conjugate system to you is going to allow us to have the, the success. Not only on the field success, but like we said before, injuries, mm-hmm. reducing the injuries. It keeps kids entertained too with it. With like having different exercises each week, it keeps kids into it and new things. Oh yeah, changing it up. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's talk about music, right? You know, we train and we like to crank the music up in in the weight room. You know, we have our theme days, Wu Tang Wednesday, being a favorite of many of our off season kids to get to train oh, yeah. in the afternoon. Um, but if you guys are going to pick the, the music, you guys have control of the stereo. Um, what, what's your genre and uh, what, what's, your, what's your song that you're going to go to? Okay. <clears throat> My uh, go-to genre while lifting is probably old rock and roll. <laughs> because things like Back in Black, Highway to Hell, that stuff, it, I don't know. It gets an old-timey sort of feeling in the weight room, and it gets you going. Old, you mean classic rock and roll, like back in Coach Jacobs' heyday? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't listen to this, so we can make all the old jokes we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he graduated high school when I was born. <laughs> maybe if he hears it, you guys were talking junk about him, maybe he'll listen to it. Well, he has good leadership skills just because he was friends with George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to make any Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this is being recorded. <laughs> All right, so James is a classic rock guy. What about you, Zach? Well, um, Coach Jacobs usually does the uh, systems where he usually does country during our warm-up and then, like, hip-hop or, like, rap during our actual lifting. And uh, that's probably my favorite. I like just going with the rap nowadays. And, I mean, a lot of people hate it, but it just gets me pumped up and ready to go. Today's hip-hop? Yeah. Terrible stuff. <laughs> No, but there's there's some. We have our trap music Thursdays in the yeah. afternoons that kids like that. That was that was uh, trap music Thursday coined by 
a former guest of the podcast and epic rap extraordinaire, Little Vinzo. Little Vinzo, yeah. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny uh, coined Trap Music Thursdays to go with Wu-Tang Wednesdays and Mosh Pit Mondays and Throwback Tuesdays and Free For All Fridays. So we got it all. So um, so if you're going to pick one song, all right, man, you guys can pick the same song and... Uh, or you can you can pick individually. But what's your song? Your one song that's going to get you uh, amped up and ready to go. Burning Heart, for sure. Burning Heart by Survivor. Mm-hmm. From the Rocky, what was it? Rocky three. Rocky four. Rocky four. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen all of them. They all blend. They all blend together for me. It's like one. It's like a giant movie. <laughs> yeah. One one long story. So is it James is picking Burning Heart by Survivor. Zach, what about you? I don't know if I can pick just one. I like I like um a lot of the Drake songs nowadays. I don't know with any other ones. James, I think you had another one to say that you liked. Oh yeah, for sure, uh, Africa by Toto. Just <laughs> it gets the mood right. You know, I know it doesn't seem like a pump up song, but it you know, it just gets the whole weight room in a positive mood. It just <laughs> Everybody knows it, no matter what. These guys love this song. They just did a video project in sports science that included Africa by Toto. So, uh, as you guys know, you've listened to podcasts before. We had a weight room song of the week, so we got two guests on. Usually, we when we have one guest, they get to pick the weight room song of the week. But uh, for you guys, uh, because you're both on here at the same time, we'll put both Burning Heart by Survivor and Africa from Toto in as the weight room songs of the week this week. And then we'll be on the Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week Spotify playlist, which you can follow on Spotify. I think it should only be Africa by Toto on repeat. Yep. The entire time. <laughs> you could choose to do that. You could choose to do that. And you can find that song and every other Weight Room Song of the Week song there on our Spotify playlist. So uh, the next thing we got, we, we, were, uh, we were talking about... And part of the reason why I asked you guys to come on is because we were talking in sports science about nutrition, right, and about how we accomplish our goals uh, and can help fuel what we're doing in the weight room uh, through nutrition. So a lot of the things that we go into, and barring doing a a full, long episode on it, which that will eventually come here, we track our macronutrients, right? We've talked about that, proteins, fats, and carbs, and I think that's the big thing. Right? Everybody wants to know how much protein they need to be eating. Uh, James was just telling us, actually, that he's uh, trying a new thing with his protein. What, did, what were you saying about that, James, that you're doing with your protein intake? Uh, basically, I'm taking in ten gra- at least 10 grams of protein every hour of the day just to let your muscles have what it needs to constantly rebuild and recover. And there, there has been a lot of stuff out there that you could take in a certain amount of protein, um, and a certain amount of protein can be absorbed each hour. Um, I've heard the 30 number thrown out there a lot, 30 grams. Um, but if you're tracking your intake, you know, that, that's probably a good thing, just getting, getting more protein in. But when it, it comes to breaking down our macronutrients, our proteins, fats, and carbs, a lot of it, when, whether or not we're going to increase mass or decrease mass, and I think um, both of you guys, uh, from what I know of your goals, is you're trying to increase body mass and not increase body fat mass, but increase lean body mass. Uh, whereas we have some other guys that we might be trying to reduce their body mass a little bit, have them drop some body fat mass so they can be more efficient uh, in their sports. Um, one of the tools that we use with this, uh, we have some general recommendations. So 
we break it down into fast metabolizers, medium metabolizers, and slow metabolizers. So the fast metabolizer, which we um, prior to coming onto the show, we discussed this and we classify Zach as a fast metabolizer, right? Yeah. Zach, you're about what six foot tall, and how how much how heavy are you? About one seventy. About one seventy, right? And your goal, you'd say you want to put on about how much um, muscle mass? I think I want to be like one eighty five by the beginning of football season. Right, we're about to get up about fifteen pounds of muscle mass, uh, which is it's doable. Um, that's kind of a short amount of time uh, for a fast metabolizer, but uh, with the right fueling, we can get there. So a fast metabolizer like Zach, uh, we would have him take his body weight to find his total daily um, calorie intake. Take, and estimate this, right? This is by no means an uh, exact science. And, of course, um, before starting any nutrition plan, make sure you consult your physician. See, now we're covered on that, mm-hmm. guys. No, we're safe. Yeah, we got to be Don't covered. Don't try this at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everybody listens to those disclaimers, right? Mm-hmm. On yeah. Mythbusters, you do. On Mythbusters, Mythbusters, you do? I've never listened to it in the WWE. That's how my buddy Billy wound up going through a table one time. But that's a story <laughs> for another that story? That's a story for another podcast. So a fast metabolizer like Zach, and we're trying to find his daily uh, caloric intake. So gaining weight, losing weight, it all comes down to, in a nutshell, calories in versus calories out if you take in more calories than you burn out uh then you're going to have an energy surplus your body can use that energy surplus to increase mass if you're trying to decrease mass you take in less calories than you're burning out then your body has to make up that energy gap uh, from stored energy sources which usually if we do it right is body fat so fast metabolizer like Zach, he's going to take his body weight and multiply it by 17. Right? And that's going to give us about how many calories for you, Zach? It was about 2,890. All right, about 2,890 calories for Zach. And that's going to be his maintenance calories, right? give or take. And the way we would know if that's working is you know, we have him weigh in once a week, you know, Monday morning on a consistent scale. And... Uh, we see like if he's eating that amount of calories then he'll probably be all right he'll probably then we know that that calorie total is enough for his activity um if his if he's eating that amount of calories and his weight is going down well then we know that we need to feed him a little more based on his activity levels if his weight's going up then we know he's eating too much yeah for his that's, activity. One the, that's one of the big things like with this you would also want to see your activity levels with it too because i know i have to eat probably a lot more because I've been so active with the sports that I played and running around in that. So, mm-hmm. plus you're a fast metabolizer. Yeah. So, I mean, we start there and and we go. We work. We build on that. So, mm-hmm. we got Zach. So about twenty eight hundred calories. Now James, we classified him as a medium metabolizer, where he said that you know he was heavier when he was a kid. He started to lose a little bit of weight. Now as he's gotten in high school age. Uh, what, what's your height and weight right now, James? Right now I'm 5'8 and about 150 pounds. Okay, about 150 for James. And he's going to take his body weight and multiply it by 15. And that's going to find his uh, daily calories. And James, what was, uh, what was your calorie total? Uh, it was about 2,300. About 2,300 calories, maintenance calories for James to be able to keep his body weight at its... So now you look at yours truly, and I would be classified as a slow metabolizer. So I would take my body weight, about 260 pounds, and multiply it by 12. And that would put me at a total maintenance calories of 3,144 calories. So you have the three examples, fast, medium, and slow here with Zach, James, and myself. 
we take those maintenance calories and we run the rule of 500 from here. So if we want to increase weight, so say we wanted to put weight on all of us, we would add about 500 calories to our total. And that puts us in a caloric surplus or we're consuming more energy than we're burning out. Because again, the maintenance calories that we just figured out is the amount of energy we're going to need to work day to day. So we put ourselves in anywhere between a 250 to 500 calorie surplus. As long as we hit the right macros, we can gain mass. If we want to lose mass, we just go the reverse. 500 calories in each direction. Okay? So when it comes down to macros, well, then we just work out of percentages. So we can take, for example, we'll take myself. All right? Um, if I go into a breakdown of about 40% protein, 40% carbs, 20% fats, knowing that one calorie of, uh, or one gram of protein and one gram of carbohydrates comes out to about how many calories? Four. Four, right? You guys know that from sports science. We've talked about that. And then a gram of fat comes out to nine calories. So if we know that, uh, we can just find the percentage of the calories and that gives us, um, we divide by those numbers, four or nine, depending on the macronutrient, and it will tell us the amount of grams that we have. So for example, yours truly, I would be 314 grams of protein, 314 grams of carbs, and 96 grams of fat. Okay. Um, so we have all these numbers, right? And we didn't even talk about breaking down the macros for you guys. You can do the simple math and you have it already. But for the sake of our listeners, we'll move along because uh, everybody now can figure out their own macronutrient totals. But how are we going to track these things? And uh, you guys have some experience using MyFitnessPal. Uh, you want to tell our listeners about MyFitnessPal a little bit, what it is? and uh, what do you think about it? Uh, okay, so we use MyFitnessPal for like a project. Uh, we basically just had to track our calories and macronutrients for like, I think it was 30 days or yeah, it was over winter break. And, um, it basically, it's a really good app and you can type in like whatever food you want or whatever food you're getting, like this, like the serving size and like how many servings you're getting. And it'll tell you the calories. It'll tell you all the macronutrients, like protein, carbs, all that stuff. And it'll track it whatever you want to you can say how many carbs have you had in like the past week and you can do that you can say how many carbs you've had in the past month like depending on how much you're tracking they can actually give you the correct amount of macronutrients that you're intaking yeah it's really good because it keeps you focused and see actually how much you are and what you need to get in and it just makes you focus on that more so you can gain and lose depending on what you want yeah i mean to me it's it's one of the best best programs out there there are many different programs for tracking your food some people used to just write it down in a diary uh, but i feel like in today's day and age we have the phones and we work with it um, and it's right there it makes it easy plus you know we go to a restaurant i got the restaurant's uh information in there so i mean to uh to kind of wrap this up here guys i mean we know how to calculate our our macros now we know how to find our daily caloric intake so we just set our goals and we run for it um, when it comes to gaining, right, if we want to gain mass, we're going to 500 calorie surplus. Pound of mass comes out to about 3,500 calories. Give us about mm, give or take, depending on how many uh, pounds we want to gain. Say we want to put 10 pounds of mass on, 
or in a 500 calorie surplus each day, as long as we're training appropriately, getting enough protein, hitting that, that protein goal, should take us about 10 weeks to put on 10 pounds of muscle. Uh, same thing with, with dropping body fat, about a pound, 3,500 calories, 500 calorie deficit for about 10 weeks. We could lose 10 pounds, about a pound a week, give or take. Now, there are a few other things that go into that, but in a nutshell, that's what it is. So the message to, I think, our, our audience is to, you know, if, you're, if you're training, if you're lifting with, and you want to increase body mass, find your macro goals, start tracking the MyFitnessPal and see where you're at. Focus on that because that's a big part of it too, not just the training aspect. You want to figure out what you want to do with it too. Yeah, I mean, you can train and train and train and not change a thing. Right? Uh, training we do here, get a lot of volume in, especially in our accessories. We put mass on, right? bigger, stronger, faster. That's what we believe in. You know, hashtag GFH. We live that life. Mm-hmm. Right, James? Yep. Yeah, yeah, living that GFH life. So we want to put mass on. But, gentlemen, uh, I believe that's all I have for you. I thank you guys for coming in and being a part of the podcast. Um, If you want to drop your social media handles where any of our Iron Dread podcast uh, followers could listen to you, uh, could follow you on social media after they listen to you, you can do that. Um, If not, we'll call it a day. We're all good. Yeah, I'll see you later. Oh, you don't want any new followers then. All right. All right. They they said uh, they don't want any new followers. Zach Cohn is always uh, liking my tweets. You can find him on there. Um, don't see James as much on social media. But again, thank you guys for coming in, uh, and I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully, we'll get you back on soon. So thank you again, James and Zach, for coming in and being a part of episode 15 of the Iron Dread podcast. So before we run, let's get into the weight room song of the week or songs, in this case, picked by our two guests, James Cita and Zach Cohn. Our two weight room songs of the week this week for our two guests will be The Burning Heart, Survivor, and Africa by Toto, picked by James Cita and Zach Cohn. There you go. Crack it up.
there you have it our two weight room songs of the week this week chosen by james Eden and zach cone africa by toto and survivors in a burning heart from the rocky four soundtrack love both of those songs you can find both of those songs on our iron dread weight room song of the week playlist on spotify feel free to give it a follow add it to your own spotify account and be jamming out while you're exercising or while you're just enjoying some great music that we've had picked by all of our guests. So that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we're going to have our special rap battle panel. James Cita. Not James Cita. James Cita was just here this week. We'll take that out in post. Vinny Dioria, Caladimo, Zach Bagby coming in, going off the cuff, uh, unleashed, if you will, talking about some fitness goals and training, basically whatever comes into their minds. These guys are entertaining. Our listeners have asked for more from these individuals, and we got them back for another episode. So look out for that next week. But until then, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. We are on a quest to become dread stronger. This has been the Iron Dread Podcast, episode 15. I'm your host, Chris Whitaker. Signing off. See you in the weight room. Thanks for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Please note that all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are the sole views of the individuals stating the opinions and not the views of the Dexter Community Schools. Also, please note that all music used in this production of this show is the sole property of the artists and recording labels from which the music came. You can follow the Iron Dread Podcast each and every week via SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Like, share, and subscribe to have new episodes automatically downloaded into the device of your choosing each and every week. Please leave a five-star rating and review and help support the show. Thank you for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast, and we'll see you next time.